1: Alright, good morning everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Monday and a beautiful one at that. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, Trent Condon. Ken Miller, for the next couple of hours, thanks for tuning in here this morning. We talk sports with you and give you an opportunity uh, at least a couple of times to win a $1,000, our keyword uh, coming up here in about 25 minutes, 30 minutes or so, uh, twice. Once in the 10 o'clock, once in the 11 o'clock hour. Keywords, a chance to win $1,000. Be listening for that. We'll get them to you. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list, Nick Oson. Going start with Iowa State. Uh, T.J. Otzelberger continues to replenish his roster. Get the latest from Nick Oson on, uh, on the, tr- the comings and goings with Iowa State. As they hit the road for their tour for the first time since 2019, the coaches' caravan will be crisscrossing the state. Usually there's some news that comes out of that. The media usually follows it around, so we'll see if that is indeed the case in 2022. Nick Olson, first guest of the week. At 11.05, Matt Snyder from CBS Sports. We talk baseball on a weekly basis with Matt. Lots of ground to cover, guessing the the Reds. (coughs) I mean, what a story yesterday, right? Yeah. Throw a no-hitter and lose.
0: That is the embodiment of the 2022
1: Cincinnati Reds. Trent, it's just just incredible. Uh, But more than the Cincinnati Reds, I'm guessing, Albert Pujols pitched last night. Yes. Yes, indeed. He pitched last night, gave up a couple of long balls, but uh, yeah, they were having fun out there. Uh, so So Matt Snyder, rather, 11.05, and then Scott Dockerman. And today, Iowa is in the focus at The Athletic, the state of the program series that The Athletic does or has done for the last couple of um, uh, buildups to the season, Iowa today. They're really good. Along with the Phil Steele magazine that will come out late June, middle of June, Mm -hmm. in June. And the, uh, the state of the programs that The Athletic publishes, I, I mean, I think it's such great prep for college football. Phil Steele's one thing. they got a little more statistics and everything, uh, but it's um, what The Athletic
0: does is well worth the cost of a monthly subscription. And some people need to get out a mic- uh, magnifying glass to read Phil Steele. <laughs> okay. One of my favorite things is looking over, Ken crunched over, and he's got the magnifying glasses. He's looking at something up in Phil Steele. Well,
1: the print is pretty small. It hey, is. dude, you'll be there one. I well, I know.:
0: <laughs> I, uh, We went uh, down to Kansas City this weekend, and yeah. my dad lives in Oklahoma, kind of met in the middle, and uh, I forgot my glasses, mm. so I took good, my contacts. Good idea. Well, I took my contacts out at night, and then something was going on. And, yeah, it's getting bad. Yeah, I'm I, telling you. I need to get back over to Elite Eye Care and I think get an update on that prescription because... <laughs> or
1: just remember your glasses.
0: Well, that's, that helps yeah. too. That helps too because I certainly was not going to wear my contacts all day long. And a little pool time with the kids. So, nice. Yeah, we were able to... Well, we hit it three times. That's what the kids like to do Why in the not? hotel room.
1: Uh, this is about to be a public service announcement. Speaking of old, mm-hmm. um, and I am, and I know a lot of our listeners are, I got something this weekend uh, in the mail... For my feet, oofs. Have you seen the commercial? No, of course you haven't. oh <laughs> o, 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 f s. Okay, they are the most comfortable sh- things I've ever put on my feet. It's like literally walking on a cloud. I've, I've, um, it's just you know, you get old, right, and everything hurts when you get old. Sure. But I and I've been wearing Crocs and I and I put until you know Crocs around not the real spongy ones, Mm -hmm. but um, I got uh, I was watching these commercials for Oofs and I thought you know what just go ahead. So I had my wife do it, and um, oh my God, just game-changing. So if you've been watching the commercials and your feet are bugging you, two enthusiastic thumbs up from this chair.
0: Mr. Oofs over there.
1: Mr. Oofs, and uh, well worth the money. They're expensive, but uh, well, I I don't know, 70 bucks or whatever, but uh, well worth the money. All right, let's get into sports, Trent Condon. I'm ready for that. Well, I thought we were going to be thoroughly entertained yesterday in basketball. Whoops! Uh, Yeah, we were, at least I was thoroughly entertained Saturday in hockey with three game sevens. Two more game sevens last night. Oh, by the way, in the NHL, both of which went to overtime. Mm -hmm. This NHL first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, we sung the praises of the NBA because it was good. It was. And it was deserved that we sung the praises of the NBA. Uh, This round, not so much. This NHL first round... I mean, five of the series went to Game 7, and two of which yesterday um, decided in
0: overtime. Top that. Hockey is such an interesting sport, just being a casual observer of it. And I think of a series like the Rangers and Penguins. It was 3-1 Pittsburgh, and it felt like it should be 5-0. I mean, it mm-hmm. just it they were that much better, mm-hmm. and here it is, three straight, and the Rangers... They shouldn't have won Game 5. It was a Game 5, were, the Wednesday were, game. Yeah, they were down yeah. 3-1. To, uh, they were down a couple of goals, and, and they, Cindy Crosby got hurt. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. an injury. And it happens both in the NBA and the NHL. Mm-hmm. But an injury happens, and in just how significant that is. And I, I try to act smart, and I talk about third lines and things like that in hockey. But, <laughs> but the stars, and just how mm-hmm. important they are. And I saw that certainly last two seasons with a guy like Kaprizov. Who is a wild. legitimate top 10 player in the league. Maybe and a top star five. A start. They don't you know, Zach Parise was a nice player. No, Trent, this
1: is the, this is a generational talent, and and the wild this and the Wild. I'm trying to think back, would the North Stars have had a generate? They mm-hmm. they had some really Mike Mike, Mike, Mike not
0: not on this level. No, Breesov's elite. He is the best Minnesota mm-hmm. professional hockey player.
1: Bobby Smith back going way back into the eighties. Nobody knows who he is. It should stop, <laughs> um, right? But
0: pretty fair to say, and yes. you can see that, and I right. can see that even as a casual Dino observer. Dino Cicerelli, remember that name? Yes, I do. Didn't mm-hmm. he play for the Red Wings later he on? He did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, see, I got a little Blanting something there. your hockey knowledge. So a player like that, and Sidney Crosby, he's not at his peak at this point in his career. But No,
1: but you know what, Trent? And I didn't think he could get close to it again, and mm-hmm.
0: he did. But you lose a player like that, yeah. and just how significant mm-hmm. it can be. Their leader is wounded. So it's pretty easy, right? We know what the network, the new network now with ESPN back aboard and TNT mm-hmm. The final that they want is Colorado, New York, oh, right? For sure. I mean there's there's nothing even close. We know well, Can- Tampa for the third year that would But it's be- still Tampa, right? Uh-huh. Are there any casual Tampa Bay Lightning fan fans out there? Well there's certainly no Carolina hurricane fans. Right. And that's another one. Mm-hmm. We know about, of course, the two Canadian teams still alive, the Oilers and the Flames. The Battle of Alberta. We don't get though the T V ratings, they don't count. No Los Angeles they don't count, no. So the, and the Kings are out. Don't want that. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. There is really one finals that they're hoping for, and everything else—not a disaster, but not as good no. as Colorado, New York would be. Yep, I agree with you. We're going to get Colorado. It. Yeah, I just, I
1: just don't see anybody knocking them off. I really don't.
0: With uh, Bingtun playing as well as he is, in uh-huh. goal. the Blues are a huge price here. Mm-hmm. What are we talking? It was minus four hundred, plus three seventy, something like that big. last week. It was big when it came out at circa. Mm-hmm. At a price like that. I mean, is it worth a flyer even, or you just think Colorado is that much better?
1: Well, we we saw this past series a, a goalie. How far? I mean, the, the Dallas Stars goalie almost carried them to the next round single handedly. Right? I mean, he stopped fifty two shots in regulation last night. Just incredible. Not just last night, but the entire series. Um, and, and St. Louis got some dudes, but Colorado's just so low. that roster.
0: If you had to make a bet, either Dallas or excuse me, St. Louis to win the series mm-hmm. or a sweep for Colorado. Which way would you bet? Colorado. Colorado sweep. Wow, they're good, huh? They're really good. Yeah, they're really good. good. I listened to you in Minnesota. Didn't go. Didn't go well. Rip that ticket up. Yeah, but you know what? I still
1: still like because I went down in flames too. I still like the move. Yeah, you got to right. Absolutely do. If you play futures, and I do, you got to give yourself some coverage. And I've got it, especially in the in the NHL. Uh, Trent, uh, before we get into the basketball, because there's really nothing much to say. It was just awful. It was. It was just terrible. Um, well we 're here now so let's let's so let 's go here, especially the late game because that was the stinker of the of the two I mean on your home floor in a game seven you 're down forty six points at one point in the second half. You go to the locker room down thirty after twenty four minutes your two stars, Chris Paul and devin Booker um we're 0 for 11. Your team scored 27 points. The star on the other team had 27 points by himself. Doncic 27, Phoenix 27 after 24 minutes, and it got worse. Talk about a no-show. Aiton's benched in the second half for not playing
0: defense. Oy, 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 oy. And Aiton, they didn't pay him before the year. No, and now it's ugly. It's ugly rearing. Year. Yes. Yep. And you have not only that, but the owner, Sarich, there's the impending investigation that. No, I, I heard a theory. Maybe Oops, this not,
1: this is new. What, what what's he called? Oh, a,
0: I mean, not as bad as Donald Sterling, but the same kind of investigation. Oh, you? Uh, me too. Yeah. Okay. There, there's a lot yeah. going on there. So, did maybe the team get because it's supposed to be wrapped up? Hmm. Maybe they got a few things that came out and. and because you're looking for, you don't see this in a game seven. You don't see this at no. You don't see this for a one seed. You don't see this for so a team. This was as bad a game seven as I can think of in any sport. What was worse? Nothing jumps to mind. There's been bad performances, but sure. nothing like this, and nothing but from a number one seed, mm-hmm. and not in a final, in a Western Conference, and a team that is as good as you. Mm-hmm. Royals like, doing the Cardinals the way they did them in '85 f- with Brett Saberhagen. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. But a five seed coming in and doing that to you, you just don't see it. The Suns were top five offensively and defensively, and they got punked. Trent, they didn't lose two games in a row at all, or maybe once, this entire year. And then they lose like this. Just brutal. There's no way to look at it. Chris Paul, apparently there is a quad issue, is what was said after the game. Mm. He didn't look right. No, I'll give you that. But... His playoff performances uh-huh. and you look through his career it's not good and the amount of collapses that he has had and as the leader' he's been, as, he's been at, the, at the scene of a lot of collapses and not just up late in series but early in season up to nothing lose the series up I, I think he's had three or four of those where he's been up to nothing in series of loss mm. what does that do to his legacy because you know point God, you know that's the nickname right. that he's given because right. when he's right, he is so fun even yeah. at this advanced part of his career. These things continue to stack up. This, I mean, the
1: latest is always the greatest, right? What happens the latest, we think about first a lot of times. And this is how one of the first things, I mean, maybe other than his commercials, you're going to think
0: about this. uh, It was bad. It was just terrible. It was ugly. Terrible. Game one, got back in perfect time. Right at the end of the first quarter because I was able to fire as I was back in the state Uh, of Iowa. Oh, that's right. You couldn't bet. Were you shaking? No, I was good. Uh-huh. I mean, I thought, all right, can I get a proxy? What can I do? Should I make a phone? And uh, there wasn't anything that was jumping off the page. But right when we got home, end of the first quarter, open up the app. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you can unload the car, wife. You get to do that. I, I got something to do here. And it was Celtics plus one. One fifteen. So at the end of the first quarter, because yep. Bucks were... Look, the Bucks at one point, I think they were up 10 early in the first mm-hmm. quarter. It was seven after one. And it was seven after one. So I was yes. getting plus money. I said, absolutely. I'm jumping aboard with this. Now, unfortunately, I also took that money and bet it when Phoenix was down oh, in boy. the second quarter. Yeah. Before it got really ugly. I think it was 12 at the time. Well, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, we so I gave it right back. the first 12 minutes. Yeah. So. Gave it right back after that. But it wasn't a surprise. You know, Boston playing in that fashion. The thing that was just so odd... They took fifty-five three pointers.
1: Yeah,
0: now think back when you mm-hmm. started your career in sports talk no, radio. Never fifty-five. Never that's a week. Never you, exactly in the mid '90s, yep. that was a week right. of three pointers. Yeah, fifty-five in a game, and they hit them. That's true. Well, yeah, I mean that's there that was a the difference in the basketball game. I, it's that's the part of NBA basketball that you don't have to really dig deep. And we love talking baseball and going inside the nuance of the game and talking about individual games, and we really enjoy that. Basketball, there's so many of them where, yeah, they hit threes. They mm-hmm. won. Yeah. They they hit 22 three-pointers. Of course, they won. And if they would have hit 13 three-pointers, it would have been a different game. It's a very simplified look at what basketball, especially NBA basketball, has become. Did you hit your threes? Good. Mm-hmm. You didn't? You sucked. Grant Williams hit seven of them. Right.
1: Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Unbelievable performance. Tatum was average yesterday. Yeah, I uh, certainly wasn't the, uh, the the in game six. He was uh, he was terrific, but he was average yesterday. It was, um, you know, you you could tell after three quarters. I mean, did you think that they had got it? Because let's not forget, back last time the game, the series was in Boston, mm-hmm. Milwaukee did come back in
0: the fourth quarter. I never felt like, oh, all right, here we go again. I was just hopeful, more than anything, that mm-hmm. we were going to get something and a little drama. You're right, yeah. it, so But I never sitting had hope. on the
1: bench at the end, waiting for
0: the, you know, watching mm-hmm. the clock run out. Yeah, disappointing end here. It so was. we get two finals, conference finals here. That are how excited are you for these conference finals? I'm not revved up, not as mm-hmm. much as I anticipate.
1: Miami, Boston. I mean, Boston's always in the final. You got to give them credit; it's a wonderful mm-hmm. franchise, incredible franchise. Yep. Uh, they certainly look like the team to beat to me but I've been wrong this entire series. Golden State, you know what? The I guess if I had to get excited about look, watching Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. I mean, who watches the Daleks Mavericks during the regular season, right? I know that a lot of people, I mean, NBA fans do, right? but fringe fans, I mean, you don't see this kid a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's one of the game's best players, so may, maybe it'll be, well, he's already had his coming out party, but maybe more people will pay attention to the greatness uh, that he brings to the floor each and every night. Um The photos of him and Dirk Nowitzki after the game. I mean, there is a genuine uh, respect amongst the former superstar of that franchise (laughs) and the now superstar of that franchise. But uh, as far as excitement for both of them, maybe the Western Conference more so.
0: Yeah. Golden State's still fun.
1: They're fun to watch. Yes. They are. Right. And and Doncic makes you want to tune Mm -hmm. in. Now, Miami, Mm.
0: Jimmy Butler is Mm. not an unlike, he's not a likable figure. No. Bam Abadio, does that do a whole yeah. lot for you?
1: No, I mean I think Boston is. I mean they're the favorites in this series mm-hmm. uh, in the Eastern Conference Final. I think we're headed t- to Boston and somebody, probably Golden State. Tyler Hero, you know what? He's pretty good in the playoffs. All right, he's pretty good in the playoffs. Yeah, he he makes some shots. Uh so, yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll see. We 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 will we shall see. Um the baseball from from the weekend. I didn't see a ton of it. Now I'm looking forward to tonight and just being able to sit back mm-hmm. and take kind of a night off and watch a baseball game. Cuz there's no hockey, there's, there's no, no NBA. Hockey, there's no NBA. There's very little. Just watch that um a little bit. Cubs are playing well. Mm-hmm. Yankees are the best team in baseball. Yes, they are. The uh, Astros are right behind them. It's incredible, the, yeah. the, the, the streak that they are on. All right, so you tweeted this morning you've got more point spreads that, yes. you, that you found. You found these at where, FanDuel?
0: Yep, FanDuel. They're the ones that came out with the uh, first, well, multiple lines that I saw. I think Bet Rivers had like a bunch of week one ones, but that was it. This is the one that digs throughout the season. Games of the Year is how mm-hmm. they used to be dubbed.
1: And Bet Rivers, although Bet Rivers has the. Win totals for all the power five. They do. Correct?
0: Yep, they have win totals up right now. Uh, FanDuel though has point spreads all throughout the season. Now it was last week, I think, up till October twenty second is when it ended. and Now they've gone all the way through so, the end of the season.
1: Are you an elite customer, Elite Sportsbook? I am not. Okay, because they were first. Yeah, they were first in the state to post Iowa and Iowa State lines. Look at, I'll never understand. <laughs> I get we're Iowa, and Mm -hmm. we don't move the needle like the other states, to be fair. But this is what we have. Right. (laughs) This is what we look forward to as a state. Fall football. Iowa and Iowa State. Post as many damn lines as you can. Get people talking about your your book, about your app, because we will. Because two years ago, Elite. Two or three years ago, they had every point Trans, spread. They were first, yeah. and we, you know, gave them their
0: due mm-hmm. for doing so. And last year, they didn't do it at the same level. I, I know me and my buddies clubbed them. I mean, just mm-hmm. absolutely murdered them. Right. Some of the point spreads that they had. The other thing is they weren't adjusting because they had they them out through all throughout the season, and it'd be a week before the game, and it'd still be sitting there. Whatever, you know, Iowa minus 13 and a half, Like, well, that's wrong. You grab the. Do points. they
1: partner with anybody? I'm not sure. I mean, who's their back end, I wonder?
0: Yeah, I don't know kind of their financial backing or where it comes from. But that was, well, it was music to our ears because that yeah. was a really profitable fall. But right. I think they're expanding into Nebraska. Oh, are they? I
1: believe I saw somebody's
0: partnering with Elite. Interesting. I think so. I'll see. Because that that was fun, though, just to have every game, too. And it mm-hmm. wasn't just Iowa, Ohio State, and Iowa, Michigan, and Iowa State, Oklahoma. Yeah, we got that one, too. We'll get to that in a moment. But they had Iowa against... Northwestern, and South Dakota State in the non-conference. They had every single game up there, which was a lot of fun to kind of look at. But this year, we have five games now for the Hawkeyes that are point spread available. This is, again, at FanDuel. Line remains the same from what we talked about last week. Still six. favored by six. And same juice. Iowa minus 105. Iowa State, if you grab the six, minus 115. Mm -hmm. So you got to pay a little extra (laughs) to get the Cyclones plus six. I don't get it. Point spreads haven't moved in the other two games. Iowa, still a four-point underdog at Kinnick Mm -hmm. against Michigan, and it's still 21 what the Hawkeyes are getting out in Columbus against the Buckeyes. But the two new ones out there that were released sometime since I last looked, Iowa-Wisconsin. This one's in Kinnick Stadium, November 12th. The Hawkeyes,
1: did you look? I did. Uh, I would have been dead wrong. I thought it would be higher than that. Again, Kinnick is a five point stadium when we say it's what do we mean when we say it's a five- point stadium well that means if the game was t- played on a neutral field which it's not you, you you add or subtract whichever way it is the five points so at Kinnick Stadium the line makers start Iowa is if, if, with a figure or with a number of five um, that's their point spread right so if it's if these two teams are dead even on a neutral field move the game to Kinnick Iowa would be favored by five points mm-hmm Wisconsin is a two-point favorite over Iowa. Neutral field, Hawks are a field goal better.
0: Can't buy that. I can't either. Can't buy it. I can't either. They won the division last year, but they also lost right. to Wisconsin last year. Right. I'm with you.
1: And I'm even. it's even It's even a bigger head scratcher than the next number you're going to put out there. Because this is telling me that Nebraska is more than a touchdown better than Iowa.
0: Iowa favored by three and a half. Mm-hmm. So you put that in a neutral field, what would it be Eight and a half. Eight and a half? Eight and a half. Getting three and a half. Take five. Yeah. You get, eight, you get more than a touchdown. Yeah, that's not right. That's not right. No. No, it would be Iowa-Nebraska by one and a half if it was on a neutral. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah right, yes. Iowa, okay. But still. Yes. But is Nebraska better than Iowa on a I neutral mean, field? No. You play that thing in Harlan? I mean, come on. Not making Nebraska the favorite. In that I, game. I don't understand it. I but that's understand. where they are. They mm-hmm. are bettable. You can fire at them right now and well, your money's gonna be sitting for quite a while. Well,
1: that's the I guess that's the one downside of right. in the
0: future, right? Uh mentioned there is one other Iowa State game along with the Cyhawk game that is out there. It is Oklahoma. Uh the game that's a Thursday game, is that right? I don't know. It is currently Oklahoma favorite mm-hmm. by get take a guess. In Ames. Mm-hmm. Thirteen and a half. How about four? Oklahoma's favorite by four. Four points. You're laying four with the Sooners. But four. Four. Not 14. What? Four. I,
1: I don't get the love for the Iowa State team this year. I'm I truly you. don't. The Unless there's something team that we school. don't know. Well, maybe it's Deckers.
0: Okay. Maybe it's Hunter Deckers. We saw deckers. some Hunter Deckers. Yeah. Did you walk away? Oh, this guy's going to be all Big 12. No, I didn't mean did anybody walk away then What are they starting Purdy for? Right. Right? They're starting
1: the wrong quarterback. I don't understand it. The best team in school history was 7-6. and
0: 7-6. and six. 7 and a half is the over-under. That means they have to win eight games, something they couldn't do a year ago, in the, the regular season. The
1: best running back. I love David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Breeze Hall's better, yes. in my opinion. Yeah. He's gone. The tight end, the record-setting tight end is gone. The quarterback is gone. The linebackers, a couple of them, gone. Secondary, totally different. Your kicker, who was really good. You finally had a kicker. Do you this year? You don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Iowa State is as good as everybody says they are. It's better for business when they are. I don't see it. I just don't know what I'm missing. And evidently I am. Because I thought um, Iowa would be a bigger favorite. The game's in Kinnick, and Oklahoma, a four-point favorite. Ooh. Uh, a couple of calls real quick, and then we will get to our break. More Iowa State conversation coming up with Nick Oson. Uh, Matt is first of all. Matt, welcome to the program. What is on your mind?
2: Yeah, I had a, a question about sports study. I'm fairly new. started back in, like, October. I put a, I had a free bet. Yeah. But on the Golden State Warriors, it's going to pay $275. mm hmm Two hundred seventy-five dollar. Will they start offering me uh, like a cash
1: out? I would anticipate. Who do you bet with? with? Who, what Draft what comp- with DraftKings? Yeah, I would anticipate they would. Mm-hmm. So
2: this, what are you so going to do? they would have to make the final first.
1: Yeah. What well, are you going to do?
2: I might hedge it. I'm probably, I'm probably hedge it. I suppose. Yeah. If they, you know, Boston, know, they if they face
1: Boston, I would. If they yeah. If they face. I mean, this is just me. You obviously you do it. Um, you're in a good spot. You're mm-hmm. in a great spot. I get I get to the final, and then if it's Boston, I might hedge a little or a lot. Yeah. If it's Miami, I might hedge. I don't think Miami's going to beat them.
0: And with free bets, I'm yeah. looking right now. I have a Colorado Avalanche free bet that I fired at, yeah. and I am not being offered a cash out on that. So I wonder if free bets if they don't offer. Well, you're only one round into the Stanley Cup playoffs, True, too. but my Boston Celtics one that I just bet mm-hmm. last week when they're down 3-2, there is a cash out option on that one. Yeah. And there isn't on the free bet. So with the free bet, I'm not sure if they're going well, to. There might be a hedging opportunity. Yeah,
1: I mean, even if you even if you don't get the opportunity for the cash out, I mean, dig in and just fund your refund your account or spend some money. Yeah. Are you enjoying it, Matt? Yeah,
2: well, yeah, I am. No, I really like it. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, uh, I did. I took Trent's advice. Put a free bet on the Islander way back when too. And, uh, <laughs>
1: Well, that one didn't work no, out as well. But I was on the guys. Islanders, yeah, it's too. It's
2: fun, yeah.
1: Matt, yeah. thanks for listening. Appreciate the call. Yeah,
2: that, yeah.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Taylor is next. Hey, Taylor, what's on your mind?
2: Well, the Oklahoma point spread is he said everybody left for Iowa State because they graduated. So did Oklahoma, but they lost their coach on top
1: of it. Well, that's true, but yeah. they're bringing a pretty good one. I'm with you. We don't know if Venables can make it as a head coach. I totally agree. I mean, Matt Campbell we has proven what he can do there. Um it's still okay. They don't have fair a point.
0: Fair point. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel. Are you excited about him? Uh, he's okay. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. It's we don't know what Oklahoma's mm-hmm. going to look like. And Venables, mm-hmm. dude, was the assistant for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he never got a head coaching job. Or was he waiting for the right one?
1: Because right. his name would come up at most every every single year. Yeah. Fair point, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thank
0: for that. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Fair point on Oklahoma. Hmm. We don't know and. And they lost a lot of dudes to the draft, but they lose a lot of dudes to the draft every year. But they also lost a lot of guys to the transfer portal, too. So that depth that normally just kind of recoups. brought some with them. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played the transfer game mm-hmm. as well as he could. It's a good point, I thought, though, by Taylor. No, We, we talk fair. about Iowa State because that's what we know, mm-hmm. but Oklahoma lost a ton. Mm-hmm. They're their betting favorite. Still four.
1: Not a ton, is it? Well, well, we shall i see. got a
0: couple of bucks in that account. I think I know what I'm firing at right Are now. Yep. I won't bet the locals.
1: Uh, anyways, we Leaving will Leaving money back. on the table. I, maybe, sometimes, I wish I would have left money on the table with that Drake, Iowa State, Fred Hoiberg. No, that still gets you. That.
0: How long ago was that now?
1: Well, was Hoiberg's first game, our first year.
0: We're, we're, we're,
1: dec- we're almost going 15 know, years now. He's coached the Bulls since. He's coached Nebraska since. He's had out since. Oh, my God. That one left a mark. Anyways, we will take our time out before we do that. Let's see if we can put some cash in somebody's pocket. It's time for another $1,000 home run. You can enter this nationwide keyword at kxno.com. The keyword for this hour is grand. Grand at kxno.com. That's your chance to win $1,000. kxno.com. You'll see the pop-up box. Enter grand. And if your phone rings and it's a... um uh, block number, what do you call those numbers? An identified number. Yep. Just answer it. Could be someone from iHeart telling you that if, uh, you are the $1,000 winner. Miller and Condon back with Nick Olson. He covers Iowa State. He's next on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 things come together.
2: Now back to
1: Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, 1035, welcome back. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you until noon. Matt Snyder, CBS on MLB. Scott Doctorman from The Athletic on Iowa. Coming up about eleven thirty. Their state of the program was just published this morning at The Athletic. Right now, Nick Olson, 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com. He joins us. Iowa State. There continue to remake the basketball roster, a six foot ten kid. Another Saint Bonnie kid going to be a cyclone. Nick joins us. Nick Trenton Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Great to be back, guys. How you doing? Doing well. Practicing saying the big O's name. Oshuniee. How am I doing? O Oshun Oshunie. Oshun Oshun the big O. <laughs> Oshunier Oshunier. Oh, yes, um, Regardless if I can't say his name, I can read his stats, and uh, I like what I'm seeing. Especially, here's the thing with T.J. With Otzelberg, and we saw it last year, Nick, and, and I, for one, uh, love to watch uh, effort on the defensive end of the floor, and we certainly saw that uh, all the time last year. Uh, and seemingly uh, T.J.'s building another team that, you know, from the defensive end up, right, that's the way he's building. If you're going to play at Iowa State under T.J. Otzelberger, you have to be committed to defense, and seemingly this class, uh, these guys that are joining in time for the fall this year, uh, that's what they're going to bring to the floor.
2: Exactly. You know, that kind of seems to be a theme of a lot of the guys that are really getting in the portal, and, you know, as much as people might miss, you know some of the more fast-paced offense and the Hoiberg era. You don't, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you don't necessarily have the personnel or the tools for that quite yet to be able to run it back with kind of a a scheme and a defensive effort like the team did last year, I really like it. And you know, guys, I was encouraged uh, when you know it was kind of heard that he was here on a visit, and the fact that they landed him is actually pretty impressive. Obviously, it doesn't hurt that he was teammates with you know, Jaron Holmes, Mm -hmm. and he's going to have a big role here at Iowa State. But I think he's a major fit. I think he could be, you know, all defensive team in the Big 12, obviously one of the toughest conferences. And I think that if it is, you know, potentially an A.J. Green or somebody else that can score that is still added to the team with maybe the last spot, I do think you're looking at a potential top four or five team in the Big 12 again, you know, in terms of what they can do when you get to the postseason, because this defense is going to be long, it's mm-hmm. going to be athletic, and it is going to be deep. Who's going to score? Green. He's not on the roster. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the big question right now. I like what what Jaron Holmes brings. Um, I think that Jeremiah Williams can drive. I think Kelsher is going to be a little better and more efficient, but that is the big question. Mm-hmm. With the way the roster is constructed right now, Not a ton of scoring. You know, you figure with the, uh, you know, potential names right now, Jazz Koontz might be the starting four. You obviously expect points from him, Trey King later on. So there are going to be question marks. It's going to be a lot more of a team effort, Mm -hmm. you know, not necessarily a Brockington guy, at least right now. But the defense is going to keep you in a lot of games. And, you know, people on kind of the national scales and, and really all over with college basketball, think that this current roster is good enough to make the tournament. So if they do get an A.J. Green or somebody better that can score at all three levels, well, then you're looking at a legitimate – Potential
1: Sweet 16 team again, which is is I don't think it's far fetched. I, I really don't. And if you have to win fifty six to fifty two, so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if TJ Otzelberger is able to do that, to repeat what he did last year, coming off a two win season in the final year of the pro era, to take that roster to uh, to do what you could do in the limited amount of time that he did prior to or after taking over, get them to the Sweet 16. And if they can duplicate that, or even if they just make the tournament if they don't get out of the first weekend I, I think every Cyclone would have signed for that but Look, and if they get green, I think this totally changes everything uh, as far as where that's going. Obviously, that's what he's coming in to do. But they got some dudes that are going to guard you. And, and I think that, you know, after watching, after you got your first Hilton uh, season of Hilton Coliseum, you know that the fan base there, yep, they love the Hoybrick era. Don't get me wrong. Games in the 70s, upper 70s, and the 80s, they loved it. But they also love to see the defensive effort last year, something that is, hasn't been there in a long, long time. They'll buy into
2: this. Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, what I really understood and kind of saw from the Hilton Faithful, not only the love of basketball and, you know, kind of the loyalty, but they appreciate and respect the effort from these guys no matter what, whether it's 84 to 78 or, you know, 48 to 44, like we saw this season. I mean, if you're putting the effort out there and you're getting victories, hard fought, the personnel can only do so much. So, yeah, I definitely am impressed, especially with some of the things that didn't go Iowa State's way in the portal this year, right? And obviously losing some of their top guys as well, you know, Brockington to the pros. I'm impressed what they've done. And I do think that if A.J. Green ends up on the roster, which obviously is not a foregone conclusion at this point, then... The off season was an absolute, you know, grand slam after losing Tyrese Hunter Mm -hmm. and a lot of credit should go to TJ and really the whole staff for kind of putting this thing together after that.
0: Looking at the roster, eight guys will be in their senior year of eligibility, a very veteran roster. And now trying to put those pieces together. One of those guys, somebody that we thought maybe for a while we could see this year, didn't turn out to be the case, and that's Trey King. The transfer from Georgetown. Of course he was with the team practicing. What can you tell us about Trey King? How does he translate and and how does he work? What did you hear the buzz as he was going through practices here this winter?
2: Yeah, I heard that he really impressed, you know, in practice, not only with his game, but his energy and, you know, kind of his work ethic. If you really watched games closely, you saw he was incredibly into it on the sidelines as well. I've heard that he's, you know, really a popular guy within the team, and I think that he's going to translate pretty seamlessly. I I don't think you want to you know, necessarily get your expectations too high, but he's certainly a guy that I feel can consistently score probably low double digits, I would say, uh, around that four position in the Big 12 and, you know, really provide that energy and some rebounding on both ends of the floor as well. Hmm.
1: Anything else uh, with the basketball? Or are we just simply waiting for the uh, AJ Green um, announcement to drop?
2: I mean, I expected it to be a quiet weekend, you know, after this commitment, which it obviously was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think you just got to kind of keep your eyes on the G League camp, you know, elite that's actually going on today and tomorrow. Um, and I, I would think that, you know, if, if AJ does not kind of get that NBA combine call up, um, that I'm pretty, pretty sure he'll be playing college basketball next season. And then you just kind of wait, I would guess, probably another week or two before things really, get ironed out. Uh, if something like that doesn't happen, then I kind of expect Iowa State to maybe look for some other guys that are participating in this as well. But you guys know what I think is going to happen as long as you know there aren't really any surprises in the next day or two there in Chicago.
0: We played around with some percentages last week. Let's play that game with you. Take the NBA, take professional basketball out of the equation. Iowa State return to you and I or another college if you had to put a percentage chances on each of those three choices for AJ Green where would you go
2: So no no pros in the picture correct Take that one off the yep. board I would say 75 to 80% Iowa State wow. Okay Um maybe 10% another school
1: 10% you and I
2: Five to ten percent, you and I. Yeah, that's probably what I would say on that. I think if he's playing mm. college hoops, it's here and aim.
1: Mm. Well, that would certainly be a music to the fan bases here and to the coaching staffs here. So, other than TJ Nick, from what you have, what you gathered, who's the uh, uh, who's the main recruiter on this staff, or is it by committee?
2: Honestly, yeah, I'm not even you know really meaning to kind of play this uh, diplomatic role, but truly. Everyone that is kind of an assistant on this staff has really found some successes in terms of recruiting. You know, it's it's AJ's dad, Kyle Green, it's it's J.R. Blount who has just been really a star in the Midwest. And then, you know, I expect Nate Schmidt, who's gonna be kind of the new one on the bench this year, to be a good one as well. I mean, he's got some, you know, pretty good, strong, long lasting connections. So I think not only, you know, we mentioned defense, right, with the players, if you wanna play for Iowa State you need to be able to defend Mm -hmm. I think if you want to be a really solid respected staff member here at ISU you need to be able to recruit and I haven't been you know here long and I've quite honestly seen it either from commits, guys in the portal or you guys know we cover recruiting I talk to these guys and you know these these high school players have name dropped every single one of these assistants Mm -hmm. so I do think that really that's a that's a strong point, you know, here at Iowa State. I think that's something that's certainly not lacking, and I think it's really something to build on. I'm really excited for these next couple basketball classes so long as the staff can, you know, kind of stay together as well.
1: And to your understanding, none of these guys that have joined the program are coming with a an NIL agreement in place, right? Are they... They're coming because they want to play for T.J. Otzelberger and in the Big 12 and at Hilton Coliseum. It's not because they're getting an NIL check in advance of, you know, doing anything as a Cyclone.
2: Correct. I I don't believe, you know, it's impossible that maybe a a couple of the the last two big names, maybe there was something. But I I highly doubt that there was, and Mm -hmm. I certainly would not say that was factored into the reasoning much at all. I think it's T.J. I think it's this, you know, kind of resurfacing basketball culture here and it's the fact that you can play on a major stage basically every night and you know look this improbable sweet 16 run really didn't hurt you oh, sure. guys.
0: yeah for sure a lot of buzz mm-hmm. and that always helps on the recruiting trail speaking of the recruiting trail over to little football and last week iowa state got a commitment for next year's class 2023 an athlete maybe wide receiver out of florida michael Parkus. what can you tell us about him and We're getting to that time as school's winding down, people looking forward uh, to this summer. What are some of the big dates for Iowa State as it pertains to recruiting and bringing kids in here to this summer?
2: Yeah, that was actually a really good pickup. Uh, His recruitment was a little bit under the radar, but he's a guy that brings a lot of speed to the field, versatile, like you mentioned. He'll fit under the athlete label right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty exciting pickup for Iowa State, though, I would say. And then, yeah, it was actually a major weekend for – some interviews, and trying to get these dates set, guys. So June 10th through 12th is going to be a huge recruiting weekend for Iowa State for official visits. You know, a lot of these names that we've really hit on on the show, obviously J.J. Cole, who's a commit, is going to be there. Uh, Jamison Patton, you know, Kai Black, Manny Covey, some of those top guys. And then there will be another official visit the following weekend, June 17th through the 19th. I would say maybe some of the – you know higher priorities might be that first weekend but a lot of top targets both weekends i mean if you're getting an official you're pretty highly regarded and those are some huge weekends coming up as i'm trying to kind of catch up with these players before they come back to iowa for those visits
1: Mm. will you be uh, hitting the road and catching up with the uh, coaches caravan at one of their stops this week at all nick
2: yeah yep i plan on going wednesday to uh sheffield i'm going to check that out for the first time the tailgate tour i'm pretty excited i've heard it's a fun thing to
1: get to well certainly popular it's been since 2019 they're very well attended and um look at the coach is obviously very popular with the fan base nicholson 24 7 sports cyclonealert.com uh, anything else nick that you'd like to share anything you're working on this week you'd like to uh,
2: promote before we let you go yeah, I would say we're pushing our, you know, our new segment, Nick at Night, where the readers kind nice. of get to throw in some questions. Yeah. And we really go in depth with that. So that comes out every Monday or Tuesday. Uh, the podcast will be back. And, yeah, I would say to just keep following this portal stuff as well. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you.
1: Nick at Night, good stuff. Nicholson, thank you, Nick. Talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Always, thanks, guys. Thank you, Nick Olson. Twenty four seven Sports Cyclone Alert dot com. I-, I love the defensive prowess that they have to play. Be mm-hmm. willing to play before they come here. I mean, Think- you don't need eighty two seventy eight every night, do you? you? You're into. You can get into fifty six. It's wins, right? Because we talked about crappy
0: basketball two years oh, ago. Oh my god, it was brutal. No, we started to, and then we stopped. <laughs> we still did though. I mean, yeah, a little. Yeah. It's- what you still have to do. Mm-hmm. Still have to talk about it and still have to watch it. And it was ugly. Oof. Yeah. If they're winning basketball games 52 48,
1: at least they're winning basketball yeah, games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Because we've seen the other side of the coin playing ugly basketball, losing mm-hmm. in the Licklider era. Yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> the, uh, it's just like watching the effort, right? Right.
1: Just like watching the effort. And um, all of those kids saying the right thing that that's what they're committed to doing. So
0: the roster right now. Yep. Koontz. Mm-hmm. Kalsher, Jones, Grill, Those four back. Yep. You add in Jaron Holmes, slasher, 6'4, can get to the rim. Yep. Osuniyi. Yep. Big guy in the middle to go with Jones. He got a two headed monster now at center. Right. Hassan Ward. I wonder how he fits the VCU. Uh, I don't know. You know, he's kind of an undersized inside guy. Mm -hmm. We'll see on that one. Trey King. He feels like the great unknown. Because there's so many good things that you hear about him. Well, we
1: thought the same thing. I remember Blake was it Hinson from Old Miss that we thought we couldn't wait to see him. Yep. And
0: then didn't put his uniform on. Jeremiah Williams and then the three freshmen. And uh, Williams is the temple kid. Yes. Yeah. Damon Lipsy. Yeah. Who you've seen. Mm-hmm. Really like him. Yeah, I know Physical. You do. Yeah. Really strong guard. Eli King's athleticism. That's shoot Wisconsin? Uh Minnesota, kid. Minnesota, okay. And Marion Watson. Kind of an under the radar kid that they think they really got Somebody there. It's a fun mix, but it's going to be an old roster. Again, eight guys yeah. that are supposedly... Well, we know TJ's not shy to dip into the portal and people. replenish that roster. Without A.J. Green. Let's say it doesn't happen. For one reason or another. Then who's going to score? This is still an NCAA tournament team at minimum. I think they're close. Yeah. yeah. I think they're a tournament team Uh uh-huh. right I mean, Kelsher, sure. we've seen him,
1: not enough, but we've seen him go off and get his points. Grill. Just go to the rim. Please,
0: Gabe. I know. Yeah, right. Let let Caleb Grill. We we don't need to, shoot uh-huh. we need to shoot in 153s. Need to shoot. Although he did make some big ones. Seventy, uh-huh. wide open. Yeah, taking. Uh-huh. Don't need him chucking. Because he's better. Jones off the rim. was okay under the basket. He had Did some moments, damage. Grill uh-huh. as long as he's outside of Hilton. <laughs> right, he could shoot. I don't get that. I th- uh-huh. still one of the most baffling. It fans. really is. This team's a tournament team. Minus AJ Green with him. Second weekend preseason top twenty. Top three or four in the Big 12? I don't think that's a stretch. I don't either.
1: Good for you, to, boy. Was I ever wrong there? Woo! And I wasn't alone. Nope. I was right there with you. And it was more than, yeah, unbelievable. All right. If you missed it early, the key word in the first hour uh, is grand. Grand at kxno.com, your chance to win a 1,000. We'll come back, finish up the first hour of the week. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Action.net. And top of- Final couple of hours, the final couple of minutes of the first hour of the program. Welcome back, Trent Condon, Ken Miller. Uh, Trent, we never talked about this last week. Not that it's you know worthy of a full segment by mm-hmm. any means, but Rich Strike is going to pass on the Preakness, right? Uh, you know what? Good for them for 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 not being greedy and trying to go to the well once too often. Actually, putting what they feel is the bent- best interests of their horse. Um, in front of their egos of you know, going on to the second jewel of the Triple Crown, he ran his you-know-what off. He was probably, to ask him to do that two weeks in a row, uh, you know, this, this, this was a great story the first mm-hmm. week. He would have probably finished up the track, so you give him five weeks off, you get him at his best, and have him take on you know some of the other Derby horses that will pass the Preakness in the Belmont. Good for them.
0: You know this is not a Triple Crown horse.
1: No, it's it wouldn't. I I would be, no, he right. wasn't.
0: So you're doing it in the best interest, uh, but for uh, the horse, for the interest of horse racing. No, though, I get it, because the buzz it's, It seldom happens. Seldom yeah.
1: do owners, um, pass on the opportunity to win the second
0: jewel because it's just too important to many people. True, but that was life changing. What happened in the Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby was life changing. That, that was farm. the proverbial lightning strike, right? right. And because of that. Maybe it's a little bit easier to say no because I think you have just this wild circumstance. Right, that if he nobody would have been have the vision. favorite and the, and the favorite won right. the
1: Derby and he was expected to do so, yeah, you go on and there would. But I think um, I, I'm surprised how many people that are genuinely pissed off that he has the gall to not, you know, saddle up and do it again in two weeks. I'm disappointed, are but you? I don't have the
0: same perspective as you.
1: Uh, hour two coming up. Major League Baseball. We will start with our friend Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Scott Docterman on Iowa, the state of the program. It's Iowa in the focus today at The Athletic. Doc wrote it. He'll join us. Hour 2, Miller & Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.